invite you to do the loving-kindness practice again. And we'll practice it and see if we can uh, extend it to um, broad categories of beings. So starting with what's easy and then seeing if what it's like to uh, contemplate connecting to the world with less uh, judgment, less criticism, but more from a basis of kindness and caring. And just to kind of prompt why that might be uh, worthwhile. If you look at what, now that you've spent several days practicing, you can feel the pain when you're in an angry mood or critical mood. But we sometimes feel that we need that to protect ourselves or to not let people get the best of us. Learning how to relax that and knowing how to really take care of yourself, but not with anger, not with frustration or judgment, um, and then have more kindness available. Um, If you look as you move through the world, you'll see that there are kind people um, that it's almost like uh, the kindness is the wind in their sails. It kind of helps them get through the day. It's part of their motivation, their joy of being alive. And when you actually can connect to that, um, you don't have the harsh, um, bitter edge of a mind that's more critical, more shut down, more wary, more protective. So we're just exploring what that's like to open the heart up, be willing to connect to others, put down our judgments for a while, and possibly see the good in other people. This practice for me, um, for the first five years I did the practice, the loving kindness practice, um, it didn't work for me very well. It was always the hardest part of the day, trying to open my heart up. And it's because I started with people. (laughs) And I found people to be um, just every person I knew was a mixed bag. There was always some part of them that I could see. So as soon as I opened my heart to them, I could see they're good, but I could see they're bad. So I'd just be more wary. And uh, the practice opened much more for me when I was willing to start with animals. And especially this dog that I had in college. I was mentioning to a few people that uh, this dog really meant a lot to me in college. It was the it was the living being that I had the least judgment about, the least criticism. Um, no matter how I came home every day, he always met me at the door with his full heart in joy. And he kind of taught me that, like, okay, if that dog can do it, I wonder if I could do it. <laughs> what would it be like to kind of just, if everything was an adventure, and you started with joy until the situation proved that joy was not appropriate, but assume joy, assume kindness. And I watched people respond to this dog. He was a very misshapen dog. <laughs> he had this underbite. Every time he got excited, he would sneeze. <clears throat> and so whenever he met anybody, he would just start sneezing with joy. And most people were a little taken aback, but it would kind of like throw them a little bit, and then they'd see that he wasn't attacking them, wasn't having a seizure. It was just over, overjoyed. <clears throat> and it usually would bring joy out in them. And so when I lived with this dog, I got to bump into people who was first meeting me. They first met this dog because he was always about 10 feet ahead of me. <laughs> and so they would be in this sort of laughing joy mode, and they got to know this dog. And then they would interact with me, and I would get the, the hit of it. They'd be happy, and I'd be happy. And I was like, wow, it's interesting. If we lead with this sort of 
excitement of life, less defensiveness, um, so much joy that you sneeze. <laughs> you know, what, what, that, what is that life like? And then I did this practice once um, very intensively because I just, I finally got tired of um, how deeply rooted my kind of, I, if I didn't, if I wasn't intentional about it, my mind would drift into skepticism. So I was like, I want to I really change this pattern. And so then the practice became very important, not just something I was enduring as part of the retreat. But I began to see um, how actually crucial it was towards my own happiness to learn how to orient myself towards kindness. Because it wasn't my default setting. But now it is. You know, it's something that has become very interwoven with how I see the world. I'm aware when I'm sliding into cynicism, and I, I learn to check it because it can get excessive. So we start where it's easy. I start where it's easy, and it might be animals. It might be people you know. Sometimes you can reflect that every single person you know at one time was an innocent child in their parents' arms. There was nobody that started um, in the kind of their adult mode. So when I think of anybody, especially people who are difficult, I start with that, and then I realize their difficult things probably came through hard experiences in life. And that opens up more compassion for them. But imagining anybody when they're younger, that sometimes opens the heart. But if you find that people are too complex, and many of us do, um, as you begin to feel the world, you can feel how complex people are. It's okay to start with uh, animals you've known and also places that you've known. Some people actually find when they think of a part of the planet that they love being, a place in nature, and they soften. And they do feel this sort of um, kindness and a sense of um, love and appreciation for that place. It's a beach, it's a a forest, it's a meadow, um, places in the desert any place where you feel that your heart's willing to open. One thing you learn about this practice, as opposed to the mindfulness practice, is you're really allowed to be as creative as possible to find out what works for you. I knew um, one person who uh, pictured riding her bike around, and everywhere she went, she would give somebody a flower. So that was her loving-kindness practice, and she just went to different places on her bike in her mind giving people flowers, and that really worked for her. I tried it, and it really worked for me. It was interesting. One time in my practice, I was doing care packages for everybody. So when I thought about my brother, I would put in a motorcycle magazine, and I would put in a, a coupon for Dunkin' Donuts coffee. And just like, and as I thought about what would he, what would really make his day, and I would think about it, what was happening? My heart was opening. I was connecting to him, caring about him, and it was fun, rather than sort of something I was enduring. Um, it ended up being fun. So you can experiment. I'll try to leave room in the guiding uh, so you can see how your heart today wants to play and wants to um, brighten and open and connect to yourself, to others, and then even to broad categories where we can start to imagine caring for all the planet, uh, life on the planet in this way. So be creative. There are phrases you can repeat some people find that supportive. There are images you can draw up. There are scenarios like riding your bike around, handing out flowers, making care packages, writing letters of appreciation to somebody, and all the things you would love to say to them. 
That's a beautiful loving-kindness practice. So you're going to discover over time what works for you. And that's really a part of this practice, is to keep it creative and find your way into it. As we said in the beginning, it's, it's helpful that you not sit with physical pain because it's really hard to be in the open-hearted state if you're also having a soreness in your hip or your knee. So um, allow yourself to shift, to be kind to yourself. And then during the rest of the practice, we are exploring difficult things in the mindfulness practice. But in loving-kindness practice, it tends to be, um, make, it just makes it harder. So during this hour, um, this 45 minutes, um, allow yourself not to sit in pain. Come to standing if you need to. So finding a posture that allows your body to feel comfortable, relaxed, as a basis, and then upright, lift up a little bit. So you relax as a basis, but then inviting yourself not to be sleepy and checked out, feeling upright, relaxed. And start with a reflection of gratitude. This is also a nice way into this practice. What are the things that you're grateful for? Who are the people? What are the animals? What are the places where you feel gratitude? Gratitude is this is part of this tone of kindness. So take a moment and sort of survey your own life, your own past, and see if you can tap into this sense of gratitude for how others have treated you sense of respect you have for other beings. And see what comes up today for you, if anything. For some of us, this is easy, and for others, it's actually difficult. And I want to recognize that. Some people, it's painful, actually, because you don't easily find some person, some animal, some place that it's easy to love. It's complex. But again, see if you can tune into any place, any being, where you can feel even some kindness that was expressed towards you, a kindness that you can express in return. And see if you can keep it simple. Again, people can be complex. Just tune into the side that's lovable, the moment that was lovable. 
where you can see the good in someone, in some being, or translate in that, some place on the planet that you like to go, some, maybe some place in nature. There are four classic phrases that we start with and then adapt them so that they feel more sincere, make more sense in the context of your practice. That's a wish for this being or this place in the world that it be healthy and that it be safe, peaceful, happy, and that it be cared for. So see if these phrases support this feeling of kindness, maybe as an expression of kindness. May you feel safe and protected. May you feel happy and peaceful. May you feel healthy and strong. And may you be cared for. You can play with one of those phrases, a shorter version. So see if you can combine those supportive phrases, the imagery, Inviting your heart to be connected in appreciation, in kindness, in friendship. It can help remind you that this is a practice by putting your hand on your heart as a physical reminder that we're inviting our hearts to be open very patiently. Starting from where we have known even just moments of kindness or friendship, loyalty. And as your heart opens, What might it express? It might be, thank you. I'm glad I've known you. You amaze me. 
I respect you. If this feeling had words, it might say something like that. Very few people only have a bad side. So we're turning to appreciate the good side, the side that can be appreciated. invite you into the play, the creativity. Play with this a little bit. See if it's fun to imagine giving this person a token of a gift. Or maybe you would write them a short letter. seeing them doing the thing they love to do most. Now you can stay with this being or this place if it still feels rich 
Or I invite you to consider other beings that you know, again, that are easy to see the good in. People you can see a side of them you respect. There might be a memory of them on their good day. Allowing yourself to move at a pace that works for you now. Maybe it's quickly going through many people or slowly, person by person, being by being. Or maybe it really feels best to stay with one being. I invite you into an exercise to imagine that this was actually your job. And your job was to go through your life 
Maybe you still go to work. But how you get there is to be kind on your way to work. Kindness was a part of your job. Kindness when you shopped for food. Kindness when you walked down the street. Kindness with the people you might live with. Kindness as you sat in the park and watched people walk by. You might imagine it just secretly you're kind and others don't necessarily know it or you're actively saying your appreciations or kind gestures. Walk through your own world with kindness. Play with this for a bit. Imagine random moments of your life. And part of that moment was your own kindness in how you were interacting. Nothing heroic, but clearly there, clearly a taste of that moment of your life. If certain people or certain scenarios are too challenging, you can leave them aside for now. And start where it's easy to connect and then give yourself light challenges to imagine sitting on a bus and rather than just being distracted, wishing everybody on the bus a good day. being stuck in traffic, rather than being frustrated, wishing everybody well. Again, allowing yourself to be creative 
and discover what works for you to keep your heart open, to invite your heart to be open. If at some point this practice starts to feel forced, you can always just relax back into mindfulness of hearing or the body or the breath. But if it's still accessible for you, you might broaden your perspective and think about 
all the continents of this world and all the different kinds of people all over the world, small villages, towns, cities, huge urban areas, many different cultures, many different ecosystems with all the different insects and animals and plants on land and in water. Allow yourself to open up to consider all the many forms of life on this planet. Again, starting where it's easy and see if you can appreciate and respect be grateful for the diversity of beings wishing them well prosperity health happiness kindness find your way into that however you might open up to people you've never met before. But you would lead with kindness. You would start your consideration of them with appreciation. Respect.
And lastly, I invite you to bring your attention to yourself. This one being that you share your life with. This one being you wake up next to every day. Whose highs and lows you have to endure. Whose achievements you can celebrate. And mistakes you can hold with compassion. This one complex being of yourself. Can you offer yourself gratitude and patience and understanding and forgiveness? encouragement, a willingness to see yourself and suspend judgment to befriend yourself as your companion for life. Put an end to your own war against yourself for letting you down, for not being who you hoped you would be. Can you settle in to appreciate the complexity, the amazingness of your actual being? before all the self-improvement, this being. What does your own kind heart wish for you?
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.